With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to KLRN Radio, where liberty and reason still reign. Not to be a backseat driver, but can you say for sure you got the best monthly payment possible on your auto loan? Could it be that you might have gotten a better deal by shopping the loan at a few places and have a lower car payment? Next time, before you go car shopping, visit Communication Federal Credit Union first. Our auto loan experts will find you a perfect loan and get you the lowest monthly payment we can. Communication Federal, your auto loan experts. Restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well... For a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are great. Each razor has stainless steel blades, an aloe vera lubricating strip, and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand-name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and ten blades? Your handsome-ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop-up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are going to ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors. We're also making new jobs. Alejandra, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're going to stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are DollarShaveClub.com, and the party is on. I know karate. I know jiu-jitsu. I drive like a gay. So when I'm coming to see you, see you. In uncertain times, we could use someone to lean on. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma will stand by you with plan options to fit your budget. If you've recently lost your job, had a baby, or moved, you can still get the health care coverage you and your family need. Financial help may be available for those who qualify. Call 855-452-BLUE or visit hereforyouok.com to see if you're eligible to enroll. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma, a division of Healthcare Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company.
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. The following program may contain coarse language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Tuesday night. It is time for Whatever Live right here on KLRN Radio. We are America's Podcast Network. I'm one half of the crew, Mr. Rick Robinson. She's the other half, Miss Stacy Lennox. And uh, the other night I had to have this set just the way it is now to make it sound clear for everybody. And right now I'm blowing my own ears out. So there. All right. I'm going to adjust things just a touch. All right. So we are here. We are live. It's Tuesday. Uh, We do have a bit of a programming change up for this week. Instead of the culture shift after us, it will be the, um, oh wait, it is the culture shift after us instead of the cocktail lounge. That's what I was trying to say. I just said it wrong. So we're going to do a bit of a programming swap Thursday night. Brad and Aggie will be on with the cocktail lounge. I'll be producing for them. After that, we have a special uh, edition of the Rick Robinson Show. And uh, after this one, we'll have the uh, the culture shift with Brad and Ordy. Because um, we did a little bit of swapping because Aggie's traveling for the holidays and stuff. So, yeah, fun times. Anyway, so, hey, Stacey, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm very confused. I, I live there, but how can I help? <laughs> I was looking at a Twitter trend because, 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 supposedly mRNA was trending with Floridians, and I was kind of hoping, oh, there we go. There we go. All right. It's making sense now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Fun times, right? Yeah, DeSantis just announced something. Oh boy. What did he announce? Do I want to know? 
Um, I just had to claim the story because <laughs> I want to write it. Oh, nice. Florida will hold the medical established accountable by creating a grand jury to investigate mRNA shots and big pharma, investing cardiac related deaths tied to mRNA vaccine and forming a public health integrity committee to oversee the medical establishment. Hmm. This could be interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's having a vaccine accountability roundtable. All right. Sorry, guys. I got to claim this. It's all right. We got you. I'm just kind of wondering why the heck uh, Brett Kavanaugh's trending. Oh, God. See, our trends are never the same. It's because it's a regional thing. Is it a regional thing? I don't like that because it used to be all the same thing. So. Apparently, everybody, anyway, apparently so everybody's unhappy because Brett Kavanaugh has been rubbing shoulder, shoulders with the, the, the far-right conservatives and they're not happy about it. Who has been rubbing shoulders with us? Brett, Brett Kavanaugh? Brett Kavanaugh. Not kidding here. Brett Kavanaugh is hitting Supreme Court justice was partying with Matt Gates, Stephen Miller, Sebastian Gorka, Eric Prince, and more right-wing extremists the other day. How can anyone look at these Republican Supreme Court justices and take them seriously anymore? That is from Victor uh, Victor Shee or however the hell you say his name. But yeah, anyway, so apparently everybody's up in arms because he was partying with conservatives. Partying how? I don't know. I guess he was hanging out with a bunch of conservatives. The whore! The whore! Well, who does Ruth Bader Ginsburg hang out with? Who does who does Marina Sotomayor hang out with? Um, well, I don't know who RBG's hanging out with these days, because I'm, yeah. But, I mean, who did she hang out with? <laughs> she went to all kinds of liberal events. Sure I mean, did. come on. This is just ridiculous. They're all ridiculous. I'm so sick of all of them. There was a poll out today from Trafalgar. 68.5% of Democrats are not okay with somebody as anodyne as Dr. Jordan Peterson coming back to Twitter. Wait, can somebody please tell me what's offensive about Jordan Peterson? Other than he says, stand up straight, make your bed, and be a man. Yeah, he has issues with anonymity, which I find interesting, but other than that, I don't really have a problem with him. He has what? Issues with anonymity. He likes to call people cowards that have, you know, pseudonyms on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I know, but he would never know that you have a pseudonym on Twitter. <laughs> it looks like a real name, right? Oh, no, I know. Hey, I'm not necessarily referencing me. He was actually yelling at somebody else that I think is a mutual follow, but I'd, I'd have to go find it again. I was like, really? <laughs> is it really that big of a deal that people have like fun accounts on Twitter? I thought that was half the point. Is to be able to have fun again. But anyway, <sighs> I don't know. It's like everybody getting upset over the whole cat shirt account. I think that's hilarious. Okay. This is so awesome. I love Governor Ron DeSantis. 
Sorry, kids. He's the guy. Already I had to up, vote today. Already made up your mind that it ain't even primary season yet. <laughs> if I had to vote today. <sighs> All right, so explain why Governor Ron DeSantis is the guy. He is holding a vaccine accountability roundtable. Like, the longer Ron DeSantis just runs Florida as if it was its own country, the better off we're all going to be. <sighs> I love the Abby on his on his governor account where he's like walking away with his two little girls in their pink dresses. I think that's so adorable. I just realized I was in such a hurry, I typoed on the title. Pardon me a moment while I fix something. <laughs> uh, pardon you while you fix something? Yeah. What are you fixing? I typoed on the title. <laughs> I accidentally put a G word. I don't know how I missed this earlier today. Did I miss this earlier today? Probably. It's been one of those weird days. Where is it? Where is it? No, I did miss it. I'm trying to make sure that nobody else claimed it. Yeah, nobody else got it. Ha ha. Ha ha. I will be doing it. Nice. So yeah, I was really happy to see that Biden signed the whole marriage thing today. Oh, they're having a party tomorrow. Or was it today? I might have missed it. Don't... I might have missed it. They were supposed to have a party, and there were supposed to be musical guests, and maybe that's tomorrow. I guess he signed it today. Yeah, he signed it today, so now it's officially law. Which I find, what I find interesting is they lumped uh, biracial marriage back in with it, so anybody that tried to oppose it could be called a racist. Okay. Kind of, kind of thinking. I thought that was like solved a long ass time ago, so I'm not sure why that had to get lumped back in again, but. But then again, I kind of thought gay marriage was solved a long ass time ago, too. I just don't, I don't know why we needed a law since Obergefell was decided and nobody thought it should be repealed. And all Clarence Thomas said was it wasn't decided correctly. <laughs> and they're acting like heroes because they protected interracial marriage. Have they seen Clarence Thomas's wife? Like, do they know who he's married to? Oh, no, they don't care. It's just all so silly. I literally can't move, Rick. Huh? <sighs> what do you mean you can't move? What's okay. Are you still buried? I'm due for an epidural tomorrow, and I can't, like, I literally am stuck in one spot while sitting, and I literally, if I go back, if I go forward, if I go side or side, it hurts. You could have said something. We could have taken the night off. 
It wouldn't have been the end of the oh, world. Oh, no, 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 dear. It's not It's not like that. It's just, um, it's been this way for a while. It was just particularly fun today. Yeah, well, as somebody that lives in constant pain, I'm sorry, because <laughs> it sucks. Oh, my gosh. I just, Al is going to love this. He's not in the chat room, but he's going to be so excited. I got my I got my planting schedule for where we live or where I live. Yay! Wrong show. I know. Wrong so, show. No, it's all right. I mean, you can talk about pretty much anything. Right now, I'm just reading up on all the all of a sudden died suddenly is trending where I'm at, which is all tied to the mRNA stuff. And now, apparently, even the creator of the mRNA stuff is saying it's not a vaccine; it's a gene therapy. Kind of what I've been saying all along. Robert Malone's been saying that forever. Kind of what I've been saying all along. It's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy. And the simple fact of the matter is we don't understand enough about that gene therapy to say that it's only doing what it's been programmed to do because we don't know what happens when it's done with its original programming. We don't know if it ever stops programming your cells to make the spike protein. And well, and it would explain all the weird stuff that's been going on since COVID too, with all the the fibrous like clots and everything else. Uh, there's some weird stuff going on, and I'm really certain to think some of it was on purpose. I'm not trying to sound that much like Alex Jones, and I'm not screaming at the fluoride makes frogs gay, but something's up with these vaccines, dude. Well, my understanding is they were actually a DARPA project for a long time, and that's why they were ready so quickly. They were already working on the platform. They were just looking for a virus. So, yeah. I think the original intent behind them was admirable. We're going to want to respond to something really quick, so we need a platform that works. Um, and you can upload quickly, right? Right. But if you listen to Robert Malone for long enough, he talks about the initial idea he had for mRNA vaccines and then why he abandoned it. And why he abandoned it is probably why we're having problems with it. Well, so this is interesting. Um, this is uh, from a uh, publication called The Expose, so I don't know exactly how reputable it is, but CDC quietly confirms at least 118,000 children and young adults have died suddenly in the USA since the rollout of the COVID vaccines. Where is this? Where is this? Hang on, I'll send it to you. You'll probably have to see if there's an actual source for it, because all I have is a picture tied to a tweet, but I'll send it to you anyway. As soon as I find you, where did you go? There you are. Woohoo! Should have it now. <clears throat> the CDC quietly admits they have to admit there was a huge round table. Where was this? I don't see exposed news. We'll have to find that link. Apparently it was Dateline November 30th, so it's been out for a while. Yeah, I don't think they've quietly admitted anything. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think that's my favorite 
like the whole, you know, rewrite in real time. Nobody ever said if you got the vaccine, you were going to get COVID. Really? You all said it. <laughs> you all said it. And we have receipts. Dr. Fauci himself, when people are vaccinated, they're not going to get infected. President Biden, you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. And the list just goes on and on and on and on. And then when everybody was still getting all the well, we never told you you weren't going to get it. It just helps. It helps stop the transmission. Um, no, that's literally not what you said. It says the expose is a conspiracy theory website in the UK. So that's what that's all about. Yeah. Um, so that's what that's all about. I don't think the CDC has said anything. And I think that the reasons people were seeing that are different. Um, and it, everything I'm seeing as far as the actuary data goes, it's actually people 25 to 59. So it's the working age population. Um, and one of the statistics I heard uh, from the actual area, actuarial data during congressional testimony is that we're missing 1.2 million working age people as a result of excess deaths, which is the size, the population of Wyoming plus the population of Vermont. So when you start looking at um, low unemployment rates. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And difficulty hiring. It's because we lost a bunch of people in the working age population who normally die at a rate about 30 to 40 percent less than every other age group. And now it's about 16 or no, 7 percent higher. So since about mid-2021, it's reversed over 30 points. That's not scary at all. Oh, it's terrifying. I won't tell you what they just found in cord blood of babies whose mothers were vaccinated. Well, if you weren't going to tell me, why'd you bring it up? Okay, they're finding there's major, major decreases in the amount of um, stem cells that uh, produce their, what they call hematopoietic uh, stem cells, which are the stem cells 
as you know, stem cells create everything. They can create all different kinds of cells. Well, hemopoietic ones um, create all the blood cells, including your white blood cells, your CD4s, your T4 cells, all of that kind of stuff. And they're almost, they're super depressed in the cord blood and placenta blood of vaccinated mothers. <sighs> this is what happens when you let fear, so, this is what happens when you let fear take the wheel. Well, it's not even fear taking the wheel. It's complete loss of common sense among our, and maybe it was deliberate among, our, and I don't know how you look at it. If you know anything about, like, conventional wisdom in healthcare, conventional wisdom in healthcare is you don't give pregnant women anything. Like, they're lucky if they get Tylenol, right? I mean, there's some antibiotics they can have. There's very few medications they can take, um, you know, outside of a life-threatening, you know, circumstance. You just don't do that because we don't understand enough about what happens when women are creating, when another life is being created. Like, we just don't understand enough about that process. Well, so, and so, somebody decided it, somebody decided that you were going to, like, we were going to do this massive gaslighting campaign and say, well, the accumulated data is showing these are safe and effective. We haven't had time to accumulate that data. And... You know, you had obstetrician and gynecologists who were so freaking scared for themselves that they weren't like saying, oh, if you're a pregnant mother, we're not going to take you unless you get vaccinated. You're a bad mother if you don't get vaccinated. My sister literally decided to have her baby at home with a nurse midwife rather than go to an OBGYN that would try to get her vaccinated. Or a hospital where if she tested positive for COVID, even if she wasn't sick and was asymptomatic and she was testing positive because there was dead viral matter in her nose and they would take her baby for 10 days. Like, no, (laughs) no. Well, so so this this is what bothers me about all this, right? So you just mentioned that, you know, normally anymore, you don't even give pregnant people time, pregnant people, pregnant women Tylenol. Um, that's because we're now starting to see uh, potential links between a acetaminophen reaction to leading to all the spikes in autism with kids. Remember back in the day when autism was like 100 to 1, now it's like 11 to 1 and everybody couldn't figure out why? Apparently they're starting to think it may have something to do with widespread use of acetaminophen in kids starting in pregnancy. What? Mm-hmm. We're seeing what because of it? Uh, the spike in autism, they're starting to think it has a lot to do with some sort of an interaction with acetaminophen. They're now actually, I even see like, you know, the whole, uh, the whole lawsuit commercials, like the whole, the one for the, the Camp Lejeune water. There's another one that's been going on for like two years now. If you or a loved one had acetaminophen during pregnancy, you may be eligible for compensation because they're now finding large links between acetaminophen and the cause of autism in children. Like, that's not fucking scary at all. Um, yeah, I don't believe that. I think it's aluminum, but they'll never admit that because that's what they put in vaccines. Well, if, if so, they've made acetaminophen escape. If you read, if you read the research on aluminum and the research that shows levels of aluminum and rates of Alzheimer's disease, when aluminum gets into the brain, it's a problem. So, yeah. 
don't drink out of aluminum cans. Okay, people? But I like aluminum cans. Worst thing the beer manufacturers ever did was put it back in aluminum cans to try to be environmentally responsible. It's not good for you. Don't drink out of aluminum cans. Which I don't really get anyway, because glass is made out of sand. So how is that not environmentally responsible? Eventually it's going to turn back into sand. It's heavier to ship. It's like da-da-da-da-da. But, yeah, don't drink out of aluminum cans. Get aluminum out of your life. Stainless steel cooking. Yep. All of it. Woohoo. I'm sorry to everybody that's been drinking butt out of the can for years. Not a good thing. Maybe this explains why I have constant brain fog. <laughs> Not really. All I know is that I've been working for probably eight months now to get the heavy metals out because I read what all those colloidal silver fillings did to you. I feel a hundred percent better. There's actually things you can take and they're things that you buy at the grocery store. It's not even pills. So wait, what kind of things are you talking? I drink a glass of celery juice that I do fresh every morning, and then the first thing I eat in a day is a shake with a half a banana, a couple of blueberries, a handful of cilantro, a handful of spinach, um, wheatgrass, dulce, and uh, spirulina. Mm, sounds like you're drinking a rabbit patch or something. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, it's got all kinds of phytonutrients in it and things that help clean out your liver and help your body detoxify, and I feel much better. <laughs> so so this, this I saw the other day and thought it would be interesting to bring up because technically it's not a lie. Um, but this is from someone, uh, Claire Foster, PhD, uh, on Twitter. It is a scientific fact that communism has prevented millions from living a life of poverty. Because it's killed millions, so you're not wrong, but still. (laughs) Yeah, she put this out. Yeah, go tell that to people. Yeah. Well, well, so here's the thing. You know this isn't how she meant it, but she's not wrong, because since it's literally killed millions of people, it's prevented them from living in poverty. Just throwing that out there. So, how you look at it, man? <sighs> so, Harmeet Dillon's running for RNC chair. Hopefully, I'm hearing. I'm hearing well, so far the Texas, the Texas GOP, and the Arizona GOP have decided it's time for new leadership. Texas um, expressed a no-confidence vote in GOP chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. Yeah, I was going to say, unfortunately, from insiders that I've been hearing things from, they think she already has a fix tied in somewhere. So, we shall see. Well, yeah, but her meet Dylan is screaming at her for spending people's donations to book her own leadership like if you're that unpopular within the grassroots that 
your state GOP parties are expressing no confidence, why would you even want to run? Oh my God, Mike Lindell officially announces bid for RNC chair. Oh, that would be hilarious. Oh dear God. <laughs> oh man. I feel so sorry for him. Every time I see his commercials on Fox News or on The Blaze, I just, I feel so sad. See, so so these are, these are some of the things that kind of drive me crazy, right? And this is from our friends over at The Blaze. High school choir invited to raunchy Christmas party featuring Dirty Santa and offers of alcohol at home of the yeah. school board president. Like, um, uh-huh. say, say what now? <laughs> Say what now? <sighs> no, you heard it. So it's well. It you well, heard it right. I mean, it's from California, so I guess I'm not really surprised. A school board president in California has centered his resignation after reports surfaced that Mipple Choir had an adult-themed Christmas party held at his home on December 3rd. Stephen uh, Luarusa, who was then the president of the Claremont United School District Board of Education and who reportedly remains a CUSD teacher, hosted a Christmas party at his residence and invited members of the Claire, uh, what is it, Claire Point High School choir to perform at the event to raise funds for their group. However, parents became outraged when they learned the exact nature of the event, including an actual raunchy Santa, alcohol, and other adult themes. Like, who would ever think this is okay? Oh, wait. The Twitter trust and safety guy did. Apparently that guy. (laughs) Huh? I said apparently the guy who held the party and the Twitter trust and safety guy. Yeah, no, the Twitter trust and safety guy wanted to know if high school students could ever really consent to have sex with their teachers. (sighs) As a parent... Of people who were once children, uh, the answer to that question is no. But see, th- this is exactly what... It's an unequivocal no, a hell no, and a who the hell are you? But but this is a, this is this is what they do, and this is this. I mean, I don't. I can't speak for you particularly, but I know for me personally, the day that Barack Obama pulled out his pen and his phone and took care of gay marriage the first time, I told everybody, I said, the next thing on the list is going to be pedophilia. You wait. You wait and see. The next thing, I mean, they took a little detour down the yellow brick road of gender dysphoria first, but now they're coming right back around to pedophilia. That's why they will. I mean, if they're high school kids, shouldn't they be able to consent? No. You, 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 you said, you kids. Dude, I'm not even sure, like, college-age kids should be able to. We now know that your frontal cortex does not mature until you're 25. Oh, yeah, and, and well, I've had this argument with people for a long time. I honestly think we should, I think we should rework adulthood. You shouldn't be able to do anything as far as becoming an adult until you're at least 25. Because at that point, at least you understand your decisions. That means you can't enlist in the Army anymore until you're 25. You can't sign contracts until you're 25. Mm-hmm. Because the simple fact of the matter is... I don't is, know. It seems like there was there was an awful lot of people 
who did just fine becoming adults a lot earlier than 25. And it's not that you can't understand your decisions. It's just it's not fully developed. Because the minute it's fully developed, break, it starts going backwards. So if you're like 75 to 80% of the way there, I'm, I, you're okay. You're all right. You've got executive function. It'll be okay. Well, no, what I'm saying is they don't, I'd be they fine don't making fully the voting age. I'd be fine making the voting age 21, though. Well, I mean, so, well, that, that's the other thing that drives me crazy about our society now, though. We have all these different benchmarks that denote adulthood, and that's another reason why our children are fucking schizophrenic. Because on one hand, they're adults at 18. And on the other hand, they're not adults until 21. We need to just pick an age. I mean, honestly, if we want to split the difference between 18 and 25, then let's make the legal age of adulthood 21. Because then there is a clear benchmark. At 21, you are an adult, you are responsible for your own choices, and nobody can take that away from you anymore. Instead of this, well, they're 18, but they're still in high school, or they're 18, and they're doing this. No. no we, we need to have a clear delineation mark between childhood and adulthood. We don't have that anymore. In every society, the clear delineation between adulthood and childhood used to be when you hit puberty. That's why you have things like quinceañeras and, and bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs, because that used to be the clear de delineation age, because back then people were only living till they were 30, 35, 40 anyway. So by the time you hit 13, 14, 15, you were already technically middle-aged. But now that people can live longer... We have all of these different benchmarks that are telling kids, well, you're not, a, you're not a kid anymore because you can do this, but then you can't, you still can't do this. That's, that's part of the reason why our kids are fucking schizophrenic, because they don't know what it means to be an adult, because there's too many different benchmarks and too many different things that say they are, why they aren't at the same time. And we need to fix that, or we're never going to get out of this mess, because they don't know what it means to be an adult anymore. Yeah, my favorite is when I have kids that are adults and they go to school and they apply for student loans. Until they're like 50, they count their parents' money too. It's ridiculous. Literally don't don't give a dime. And they're still like, oh, you got to tell us your mom's income. Really? I'm an adult. Why should my mom's income count? Precisely. But it does. It does. But that just goes back same to the same thing, thing happened I was to me. I had about. moved. I had moved out of my parents' home. I was paying my own auto auto insurance, my own rent, my own groceries, my own everything. Had the only thing I still had was my dad's health insurance. Everything else I was paying for. And when I went to school, they made me. They made me claim as a dependent, even though my father had not claimed me in two years. The government doesn't really want to give you student loans. That's what kills me. I mean, any, I mean, honestly, anymore, nobody wants to loan you anything. I, I, I go through this at my day job all the time because, and I went through it when I, when I was closing on my house that, that I'm still in to this day. Um, we were like a week from closing, and they're like, oh, we found this child support case from 1990-something. Can you, uh, can you... Get us the order for that. I'm like, dude, that case has been closed for forever. That kid's like 24 years old. Well, if you can't get this, then we can't close. Right? So I've already gone through all the process. You've already approved me for the loan. You've made me sign my life away four times over at this point, with at least two more times coming. And we're a week away from signing, and you say, oh, but we need this now. 
The simple fact of the matter is nobody wants to loan anything to anyone anymore and they're looking for any excuse possible to take it away. Which is stupid to me because that's the whole reason some of these places exist is to loan money. So why is it that they find all these reasons to not have to loan money? What happens when you get denied for a loan and it goes back into their account? I guarantee you it's in some sort of an interest-bearing account that the bank makes money off of. There's no other explanation for it. I would guess, but I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, even the kids that are that don't act like, or even the young adults that don't act like they're not adults, right? I mean, they still joke with me and they'll be like, oh, I'm adulting today, you know, or whatever. It's just a joke to them. They think it's ridiculous. Um, but even when you do it, it's like, oh, where's your mom? Where's your mom's income to do this? What about your parents for that? I mean, it's like ever since Barack Obama changed the, I noticed it when Barack Obama changed the age to 26. Then it got real bad. Before that, it was only kind of bad. Well, like, because I, there was no, there was no, there was no, like, um, confusion on my part about when I became an adult. Well, no, I mean, there wasn't for us. I graduated from high school in 1989. It wasn't that long ago. But we also didn't get participation trophies. Wait, how are we almost the same age, I thought, and you graduated three years before me? (laughs) Hmm? I thought we were like I graduated. I thought we were like within a few months a year of each apart. other's age. I just turned fifty. Yeah, well, I'm about to turn fifty, but that's really confusing to me because even if I hadn't been held back, I was supposed to graduate in '91. So you must have been one of them. Yeah, smart but I graduated kids. when I was seventeen. Must have been one of them damn smart kids. I went to school. I went to school when I was four. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have let you do that here. Actually, yeah, no, in New York, the cutoff date was December 1st, so, and my birthday's in November, so I was the youngest kid in my class. They actually made me wait till I was almost six because of how the rules were here, so that's why I was going to graduate in 91, and then I got held back in fourth grade when my parents got divorced because I kind of said, fuck it all, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, literally, that was the year they were teaching us cursive, so I would just start scribbling on all my worksheets, turned it in, Done! This is a, these aren't words. And? <laughs> I don't care. It was bad. Yeah, well, I, uh, I was just, I was a little baby when I went to kindergarten. I can't say that. I was still the tallest kid in the class, but. Ouch. So I'm very excited to watch this thing with Ron DeSantis. So, uh, I know people hate, I know people hate to to hear this, especially because, you know, right now Donald Trump's kind of unpopular on both sides again. Uh, but bipartisan lawmakers are introducing legislation. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The band TikTok over threat of Chinese communist spying. So, uh, something else crazy Orange Man wound up being right about. Go figure. Um, Trump was right. Sorry. He was going to do it first. Ooh, I didn't, yeah, no? I didn't see this. Elon completely dissolves the dissolve the censorship council. I didn't know that. Yes, the trust and safety crowd is no longer there. <laughs> Ooh, this, no wonder I missed it. This happened last night. I actually fell asleep kind of early. <laughs> Twitter asked this so-called trust and safety council on Monday night. Ooh, no one, no wonder everybody's putting out polls saying you know, bad things about Elon trying to get him to trend. Trying to get him to trend? Yeah. I just retweeted one that's asking if Elon Musk is a winner or a loser. So I picked winner and retweeted. Winner! <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner! I don't know what I'm doing here. I really do not. Well, so and this is one of the, this is one of the things that if I was if I if I had anyone in Congress's ear right now, I would want I would want them to answer this one question. How does it feel to know that everybody that's involved in the social media platform basically lied to your face and used semantics to feel like they got away with it? Because we don't call it shadow banning, so as far as we're concerned, we're not doing that. <laughs> it's basically how it's basically how they looked at it. We don't call it that, so we're going to tell them we don't do that because that's not what we call it. And now we found out that Twitter was and is in some ways still doing that while Elon tries to clean up the mess, which means that you know for a fact Facebook and, and Google and everybody else were doing the same fucking thing. So, all these people sitting in front of Congress, no, we don't do that. Jack sitting in front of Congress, no, we've never, we've never banned anybody for political blah, blah, blah. Um, really? Because uh, your receipts that we found now say otherwise, sir. Mm-hmm. I think that was the funniest thing about the whole conversation when Elon was, you know, starting to put out the Twitter files. Jack comes out and says, why not just, re- just release everything all at once? Really? <laughs> You you really want to get involved in this in this conversation, Skippy? Because you're the reason we're here. You you're the reason we're here. Either you had no fucking clue what was going on in your own company, or you were complicit, and now you're trying to detract from the fact that you were a fucking idiot. I don't know which one it is. I'll I'll let, I'll let history decide what you are. But the whole, the whole thing of well, why don't you just release everything all at once and let everybody figure it out? Really? Why didn't you do that when you were in charge, fucker? <laughs> Jack, you don't own it anymore, honey. Shh. <laughs> honey, be quiet. Oh. You sold it, remember? I just... the, the oh. all, all these stories coming out, it just makes me wonder if we were really always just this depraved. 
and we didn't live in a 24-7 news cycle, so it, we didn't know. Because, uh, you know, we just talked about the, the, the school board dude. Now there's another story regarding a high school coach accused of soliciting nude photos from underage girls and paying them up to $75 per pick. I just... What? Yeah. Um, it's grooming. High school coach accused of soliciting nude photos. Uh, a high school uh, security guard and part-time basketball coach in a school district located along the southeastern coast of Florida has been arrested for allegedly requesting nude photos from underage girls on a social media app and then paying them up to $75 in exchange. According to the Martin County Sheriff's Office, Alden Edwards has harassed several teenage girls by contacting them on social media platforms, Snapchat, and soliciting naked pictures of them. He then paid the teenagers anywhere from $5 to $75 per image. Police believe that most of the girls Edwards connected are contacted, sorry, are either 15 or 16 years old. At least seven teenagers have come forward and claimed that they participated in Edwards' scheme. However, police believe that there are likely more victims out there. Reports, uh, reports say that Edwards who has been working for Martin County School District since 2016, has been preying on teenage girls for years. Sheriff William Snyder characterized Edwards' behavior as an open secret that no one reported until police received an anonymous tip earlier this month. Mm -hmm. I just... Have we really just been this sick and depraved the whole time and we're just not just starting to notice or have things just really gotten that bad? Well, I, it's because now every story is a national story, right? That's true. You know, like, back in our day, we wouldn't have heard a story like that from Florida. It might have showed up on the local news, but the, the, the story like that that went national was very, very rare and had to have some, you know, notable thing about it, or it had to have some, you know, parental thing like Adam Walsh's dad. I mean that was a story from a local a local story from where I lived as a kid um and it ended up going national but that was not the that was not the you know the norm if you will it wasn't really until social media that we knew what was going on in every corner of the world and all of a sudden instead of it being one guy in a town 60 miles away from you it's several hundred guys all over the country and it seems like it's a lot more common it was probably always this way <laughs> but you just know more about it now so uh, not that that's gonna make you feel any better maybe maybe not i don't know so our uh, trial our transportation secretary's back in the news <laughs> pete Booty, pete Booty oh, yeah. wants you to buy an expensive electric girl, vehicle but he uses taxpayer that money for private you. jets fun times anyway i'm sorry what were you saying I talked to the organization that did that for you, Mayor Pete, private jet, 18 <laughs> times since he had the babies, or since somebody had the babies and gave them to him. It's just, <sighs> just all weird to me, dude. Uh, there was a diesel by so my dogs had to voice their displeasure. Mm. Fun times. We turn Cuba into Thunderdome for pedos. Okay. 
that's not the island I'm going to buy. So do what you must. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Hmm. I mean, we already, we already have the whole Gitmo side. We could just turn that into pedo camp. <laughs> Two pedos enter, no pedos leave. <laughs> oh, you mean Rear Admiral Butt Gig. Listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> My goodness. My goodness, Bo. They're being crazy. They're being crazy. My dog is giving you a wry look. All of you. Even the people in chat. Hey, there's crazy wind tonight. I think we're getting a cold front. It was like 65 degrees here yesterday. Now it's going to be 29 tonight. That's quite a change, I must say. Yeah, it was cold and rainy this morning, and it got up to, like, 56 today with the sun. And I was like, oh, my God, there's sun. And then by the time I got out of the office, there was no sun. I was mad. Like, really? Yeah, yesterday was total sun. It was beautiful. Sunday was gorgeous. Today, not so much. And we just got over rain for, like, a week. And then I started, like, doing my planning stuff, and I realized i got to come back from Christmas and start worrying about my summer garden. Like, what the hell? The hippie's work is never done. The joy. I know. <laughs> I know. I got my grow tent set up, though. Mm. Al's here. He's going to yell at me. Where I'm from, grow tents mean something else. Save it for the show! <laughs> uh, you probably wouldn't have until you pointed it out so in about 30 seconds I expect to see that in the chat room <laughs> yeah I know Bela what are you doing what are you doing puppy boo hey I'm getting as close to your chair as possible mom so you can't sit up <laughs> uh. It looks like Christmas threw up in my office. Hmm. Christmas puked everywhere. So did Christmas throw I up didn't in my have, office? Well, it didn't actually throw up. It's just like there's wrapping paper and boxes because that's what I was doing when you dinged me. I've got baking to do. I've got to take up to my parents' house. I've got all this stuff to wrap. And then certain people in my family forget that we're coming there for Christmas. And they send the presents for the kids here for me to wrap so that I can bring them there. Oh, no, they didn't forget. They just want you to wrap them. No, when I reminded them, like, uh, hey, what do the kids want? So I text them some links. Okay, just had them sent to your house. I'm like, really? Because we're coming to your house. Oh, other stuff sent here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yup. Yup. I used to be like a Christmas freak. Like, day after Thanksgiving, that whole weekend, I was doing nothing but making Christmas cookies. We did a gingerbread house every year. 
we had an elf that showed up the day after Thanksgiving and left little presents for kids that were good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did the 12 days of Christmas. We decorated the whole house. Now you're hard-pressed to get me to put up a tree. And if I do, it's a small one. Nice. Uh, honestly, for me, I mean, this, not to not to speak too. You got grandkids, though. It's different. Like I got two kids that are grown. Well, I mean, well, no, I mean that's just like it. until there's little kids, it's just not the same. Well, not that, the same. Well, that's just it. I did. I didn't enjoy the holidays when I was married because she was always stressed out during every single holiday. It was like nothing. Nothing. Nothing we ever did to try to help alleviate the stress was good enough. It was always just she was like a bear from. I mean, honestly, I'm pretty sure my ex-wife suffered from, um, what is it, seasonal affective disorder, because it's like the second the clock went back until about March, she was usually just, just, grr. Um, and it was always even worse during the holidays. So honestly, this this is probably the first Christmas where I'm actually kind of looking forward to Christmas a bit more. I mean, I've, I've decided I'm not, I'm not going nuts with it. I'm just going to enjoy time with family and, you know, get the grandkids a couple of presents and get the uh, my adult kids at least one present and I'm just going to enjoy time with family because I don't have to worry about all the bullshit anymore um, but that, that's been one of the things mm-hmm. that I've been kind of trying to come to terms with because every all the holidays have been so different but I've also realized that even though all the holidays are different and there's still just this feeling of blah in, until I get myself past it in a lot of ways I, I'm not as stressed as I always was because none of the holidays were fun for me because she was always in a bad mood, she would always pick fights, and it just by the end by the end of the holidays, I was just glad they were over, um, and I don't have to deal with that anymore. So for me, it's different because yeah, now I mean, good lord, I have enough, I have enough grandkids where in a few years I'll be able to start my own football team if I decide I want to. Um, definitely a basketball team. Um, so I mean, it, it'll be worth it. But at the same time, you know, I, I I'm just coming to terms with not feeling constantly stressed out all the time during the holidays because I, I realized exactly how bad it was. So it's kind of a different, couple of different reasons for me that the holidays are actually more enjoyable now than they were. Um, grandkids being one of the bigger parts of it, of course, but not the only reason. So, uh, Stacy, do, yeah. do you still consider yourself a New Yorker? I'm just curious. Uh, I haven't lived in New York since 2003. Okay, I'm just curious because... Did did you see what the what the governor's doing there? Not my governor. Apparently, she's now launching a hate and bias prevention unit. Oh, good, good. <laughs> is that because is that because nearly fifty percent of the state hates her? Apparently, so New York Governor Kathy Kathy Ogle announced she is launching a special unit to prevent hate and bias as part of what her office is calling an early warning detection system in communities. This new task force comes in conjunction with over $100 million the state has allocated to hate crime prevention. Effective immediately, the New York State Division of Human Rights will launch the Hate and Bias Prevention Unit, which will lead public outreach efforts and responses to communities where they determine hate has occurred. The Hate and Bias Prevention Unit is tasked with organizing 10 regional councils in New York as community uh, community committees of sorts to tackle any issues that may arise in the area. The councils will provide service such as organizing educational programming, conflict resolution training, and a method for filing complaints 
Perhaps most glaringly, the bias unit will develop a rapid response team to respond to hate incidents in the community. What the hell? Um, I have a question. I have a question. I have an answer. Will the I hate doubt unit respond? Will the hate unit respond in in Brooklyn Heights or in a in the neighborhood when um the young black teens beat up the Orthodox Jews? The Hasidic Jews, is that when the hate teams are going to come out? Probably not. When the young black men are beating up the Asians on the subway, is that when the hate teams are going to come out? Probably not. Okay. I'm just asking, because there are a lot of hate crimes in New York, it's just none of them are classified that way. Well, yeah, because it's only hate crime when it's white people doing shit to other people. Other than that, it's just violence. Or straight people doing shit to other people, or white straight men doing shit to other people. Yeah, I know. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, I just, I'm just imagining the rapid response team. Woo, 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 pull over, pull over. I can't help Yeah, it. I agree. It sounds like the, I, I agree with uh, JC. It sounds like the worst episode of Law and Order ever. In 2024 on NBC, Law and Order Hate Crimes Division. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just, I can't with these people anymore. I just can't. Fun times. Fun times. And to think this all could have been avoided if they would have only elected a Republican governor. (laughs) Oh my god. You get what you vote for, people. You get what you vote for. And sometimes you get what... I love Wordy. And sometimes you get what other people vote for when you don't vote. (laughs) Dumbasses. Anyway, sorry. What do you love Wordy for? Not that I don't agree, but... Oh, because he quote tweeted Carolyn Orr. She's bitching about Elon Musk tweeting a bunny rabbit after he already tweeted the context of it, which is a Monty Python clip. Um, so she's prattling on about the white rabbit being related to QAnon. Like, oh, I Lord. swear the people, the deranged people on the left are the only ones that still talk about Q. Because um, the plan, nothing ever came true in the plan. So, really? But, um, and no, none of us really believe Robert F. Kennedy is coming back. Or, um, Rob, yeah, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is coming back. None of us really believe that. Um, but anyway... So she's out there prattling on about Elon Musk being part of or part of QAnon or sending people down a QAnon rabbit hole or whatever. And so Ordy just quote tweeted her said, "You still pay him eight dollars, dear, so you're funding whatever you're prattling about." And that was just a perfect response. It, 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 this is not. This is completely true. Yeah, I know. She's she's just an awful human being. She just she thinks she's all down these like technological rabbit holes, and she's so smart and cybersecurity and all this other stuff. And she's just so full of shit. Anyway, she's been full of shit for years. Ouch. Mm. She's so full of shit. Mm. Her eyes are brown. You're right. Sorry. You moved, didn't wow. you? Or you tried to move anyway. 
I only think I leaned a little sideways and that did it. It did it. Yeah, when mine gets when my stuff gets that way, I can like barely move and it's like, oh hell, everything hurts now. <laughs> I like turn to look at my dog. There was shooting pain down my leg. <laughs> That's where we are today, kids. That's where we are today. So, anyway. Oh, wow. And now it's like a shooting pain right to the bottom of my foot. Awesome. Awesome. Fun times. (sighs) Sorry. Sorry, kids. Sorry for my bitching. You're all right. Am I, though? Well, I mean... Am I, though? Mentally, yes. Physically, not so sure. So what are, what are, what do you think Ordy and Brad are going to talk about? I have no idea, because with the culture shift, you never really know. They're kind of, they're usually kind of all over the place. I hadn't really seen anything. Oh. So. Oh, so they're still doing culture shift, even though it's, what is it supposed to be? Well, yeah, no, usually tonight's the cocktail lounge night, so since... Yeah, that's what it is. Since Aggie can't do the show this week, or tonight, they flipped it, so she's going to be back so she can do the regular show with Brad on Thursday. So, so which is their usual night. So they've just, they've just swapped Tuesday, Thursday. So it, it'll be their usual thing of, you know, all things, um, you know, entertainment-related and, and inside baseball about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mike, I got hit by a truck. It has nothing to do with not taking care of myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. St- unfortunately, Stacy can literally get up most days and say, "Oh, it feels like I got hit by a truck," because she actually did. It's not a joke with yeah, her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, when people say to me, "I feel like I got hit by a truck," no, really, you don't. I promise. <laughs> I promise you don't feel that way at all. You have a cold. That's what you have. <laughs> you have a cold, maybe an upper respiratory virus. You do not feel like you've been hit by a truck. And I'm not trying to diminish you. Please don't get me wrong. However, I know what it feels like to have been hit by a truck, and that's not it. <laughs> mm. So. So, wait. Um, did... Did the, uh, did, did the Department of Energy ever make their, you know, like, huge announcement regarding fusion that they were supposed to make today? Because I can't find it, but they put out all kinds of notices. Like, that Jennifer Granholm woman supposedly had a press conference, and, like, the way I understood it was, so they thought they did it, measured it, but doing it broke the measurement thing, so they're not sure the measurement is accurate. And so they did it again, and they think they did it. But yeah. So in other words, I mean, there's a group at MIT that's been there's a group at MIT that's part of a private organ private group for profit business that has been making steady progress progress towards fusion for the last couple of years. They had a real breakthrough last year. Like, why there needed to be some big government announcement about a government lab maybe doing something, I have no idea. Other than before Democrats lose the majority in the House, they want to spend a shit ton of money on it or something. I don't know. I don't know why they needed to do it. 
Well, that's exactly what it was. Like I've written, I've written about the one at MIT and said, why is the government not looking at this? If you want green energy, this is the green energy you want, right? Same with like the the food that cancer eats that kills it. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff out there. The, the Finergy car that runs on a battery that breathes and never needs to be replaced and when it does it's made of aluminum so it's totally recyclable like there's a whole bunch of really cool stuff out there so wait, hang on, that's hang on, all about abundance abundance on. and eliminating need and they never they never do that so wait that's never on. the choice they make i heard about i heard about the engine that runs on water what is this about a battery that breathes I'm, what the <laughs> oh, it's all fin. It's all fin. It's all finergy. It's it's a battery with a breathable membrane. So like it exchanges air and and molecules and whatever, and that's how it runs. P H I N E R G Y is the name of the company. They talk about their technology. It's pretty cool. Uh, and yet we're still pushing. And they showed it to Barack Obama in 2013, who who promptly did nothing with it. Hmm. So they're not really about solving problems. They're about solving problems the way that will make them the most money. So, well, I mean, it's because they, they've all basically, behind the scenes, you know, invested in all these companies from the people that put them where they are, and now they're trying to line their pockets and the people that put them in office pockets all at the same time. I mean, honestly, that's one of my... I know, but that's why... That's why I want like a platform with somebody huge to talk about this stuff so you could build momentum behind it here and have everybody calling Finergy and saying, hey, America wants this thing. Bring it here. Right. So you could have venture capitalists fund the thing over in Scotland that's all about feeding cancer poisonous food on the cellular level. And then it lights up so your doctor can just go in and zap it cell by cell. Pretty amazing shit. People should want to do this, right? You would think. They don't. They don't. I mean, there's literally life-changing stuff out there. Life and health-changing stuff. And they just, they don't do anything with it. Joe Biden's gonna cure cancer. It's no joke, man. That's what he told me before, before the election, right? No joke. No joke. It's, it's out there. Now he's up there stumbling. Well, maybe mRNA vaccines are it. Here's a clue. No, they're not. No, they're not. Because they very well may be causing cancer because you turn down your toll-like receptors to let them into the cell. And those little toll-like receptors are the things that put your body's own cancer-fighting mechanisms into play. So let's not do mRNA that's wrapped in a lipid nanoparticle, which now appears to make your cells fuse together. <laughs> so remember the other day when the story broke again that you know Joe Biden's favorite non-binary public official was caught stealing a suitcase again. Apparently they've been fired now. <laughs> Finally, did you read that whole thing in the like LBGTQ Nation paper about like I've been warning people about this crazy bastard for the last ten years? Like, as soon as he arrived on the scene and said he'd been part of conversion therapy, this woman supposedly really fought conversion therapy. Which, fine, do that. There was some really brutal stuff going on. 
So she wanted him to tell his story because his story was so fantastical. It was like going on in Indiana in the mid nineties. I mean, it was or Florida, excuse me. She would never, he would never contact her back. He would never tell her who the dot, what the doctor's name. He's like, Oh, I don't remember. I blocked it out. Like the whole story just turned into bullshit by the time she got done documenting all the, all the changes he'd made in it. Yeah. But he becomes this like emblematic person because he says these things with like no backup. And now like he's living because he has to travel for work. He's living out some bizarre fetish in his government travels. I mean, come on. <laughs> Kayla, stop. Apparently he, stop. Thought, apparently he thought suitcases were as interchangeable as his parts. Bizarre fetish. He's stealing those women's suitcases, and then he's going. I'm um, going back. And, Stop it! No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> Are you all right? No, ma'am. She keeps running over my wrapping paper. Stop! <laughs> my son just came home, so she's like in and out, in and out, in and out. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, wind turbines are going to kill the right whales in the North Atlantic. That's absolutely the case. I listened to the woman last night. There's only about 300 of them left. But yeah, no, he's he's stealing those suitcases and he's going to his hotel room and he's rubbing their underwear all over himself or something. He ain't right. Uh, Jeff, you're not right. That's not that's not right, bro. Oh man. Uh. Now I want a hamburger. You want a hamburger? Yep. Jeff made an In and Out joke, so it made me think of In and Out burgers because I was trying not to think about what he said. <laughs> Oh man, that's all right though. I have Chinese. Look now, look now, people, children. Don't make me pull the show over. (sighs) Apparently, the adult language doesn't really happen on the show. It just happens. It happens in chat. Oh no, it happens. Well, the the chat has the chat happens. The chat has a disclaimer too. That's gone. That's the toddy. Ah. Biden, Mayorkas, 20 House Republicans push Congress to impeach DHS Chief Alejandro Mayorkas. It'll never happen. Nope. But it's a nice little bit of political theater. Uh. Oh, another guy was me me tooed. Oh man. Oh man. Hey, here's some good news. What's that? 
The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals blocked the Biden administration's mandate that would force religious hospitals and doctors to facilitate gender transition against their religious beliefs. Here's the thing that still bothers me, though. So, what happens if you're just a doctor who's not particularly religious and you've looked at all the stuff and you know the studies are bullshit, right? And morally, you think it's reprehensible, not based on religious grounds, but based on informed consent and and scientific process, you can still be forced to do it. I don't think you should be able to force doctors to provide any particular kind of treatment unless it's literally life-saving. Like, you can't stand by and not shock someone who's in cardiac arrest, okay? But, like, this social, emotional stuff? Like, yeah, no. We we don't need to be forcing doctors. No, yeah, 100% no. Um, but, I mean, the problem is, and I'm, I'm not saying this about every doctor, but a lot of, like, the higher-ups in these hospitals have, like, figured out how lucrative these things are, and now they're pushing them on everybody. And and there's actually been a few, a few conversations leaked about it, too, about how much money they're making off of the, the hormone therapies and the reassignment surgeries and everything else. And I'm just like, see, and, and this is where, as a capitalist, they lose me, because I am a capitalist. But when you start talking about making money at the expense of people's mental health and well-being, I have a huge issue with this, because... That's the biggest thing that we're talking about. This is a mental illness. There's a reason the term gender dysphoria exists. It is a mental illness, and people are not being treated properly for their mental illness. And the fact that people are trying to make it okay for these things to be done to these people, I mean, the thing about it is, when it first started, we had no evidence of anything. But now now this stuff's been going on for a decade or more. You have people that... You know, we're one of the first kids to have this kind of stuff done that are now 18, 19, 20 years old, and they're looking back going, I, I wish I would, never would have done these th- this thing. Because I, uh, if, if I could go back and fix it, I would. But the, th- the thing about it is, that once you make this decision and they do those surgeries, there's no real way to ever come back from it. Because even if you decide to try to go back the other way, nothing's ever going to be the same again. Nothing. And I, I firmly. Oh my God! The stupid, the stupid people are out again. Uh, Which stupid? The stupid people are out again. Which stupid people would that be? So Lauren Bobert, Lauren Bobert says there were fourteen thousand pounds of fentanyl seized at the border this year, and everybody's like, "Well, if it's seized, it's not a problem." Guys, guys, you use the fourteen thousand as a proxy for the three to five times more that got through. Yeah, uh, three to five times. Take fraction of it, you morons. Three to five times is a low estimate. I know that, but apparently Ron Filipowski does not. <laughs> but no, but that, but yeah, I mean, that, well, if it was seized, then that, that, that's, that's good, right? No, because that means probably at least ten times that much actually made it through. And the thing that, the thing that drives me crazy about all this is yes, it's coming up. For, it's coming up from Mexico, but where the fuck do these people think this is coming from? 
Fentanyl, China. Fentanyl is primarily manufactured in China. So you explain to me how tons and tons and tons of that shit are winding up over here. And somehow well, China's China is supposed to be Actually, it's even scarier than that. The cartels in Mexico have now just started importing the raw materials to make the fentanyl. They are hiring their own chemists, and they are actually manufacturing it south of our border. They're hiring chemists to work for the cartels. Oh, good lord. Oh, yeah. These are international crime organizations. The largest cartels at the border are in 51 countries. These aren't, these aren't you know mom-and-pop drug runners. They are sophisticated. I mean, if you listen to Jason Jones, who's been at the border for years, he will tell you there is intermarriage. There, There is, like, remember how the old kings and queens used to, like, you'll marry my daughter and this cousin will go here? Now you literally have kingpins from the narco-terrorist groups marrying kingpins from the Chi- from the Chinese Communist Party. That's at our border. Fun times. But so but so here's my thing, right? You know, look, when it was, you know, cocaine and marijuana and opiates and things like that that they were basically transporting, you know, I could kind of see the whole, well, you know, it's it, certain people are addicted to it, so they shouldn't use it, whatever. You know, that's my inner libertarian. But I firmly believe the same thing that I'm now hearing, you know, like Governor Abbott saying, and these cartels need to be designated as terrorists because what they're importing now is instant death. It's not about a good time anymore. These people are importing instant death. This shit will kill you. You can, like, get one drop of it on your skin and you're going to die. That's how potent this shit is that they're making. This isn't about a good time anymore. These people are literally trying to kill us. And we're letting them. Well, like I said, beginning in the 1980s, we decided we were going to dump all of our money and all of our investment into China. China, which didn't have an educated workforce at the time. It had a cheap workforce. You know where else there was a cheap workforce? All over Mexico, Central, and South America. You know what we could have done? We could have invested in our own hemisphere. You know what we wouldn't have at our border? A bunch of fucking narco-terrorists in the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative working its way up from Venezuela. But Stacy, like, the Monroe Doctrine was kind of a good idea. Well, the the problem with that is, though, at the same time we were starting to invest in China, the federal government was already heavily involved in the drug trade, so they didn't want to do anything to, to shut that down either. So we're literally lo- lo- looking at all of these bad decisions started back in the eighties that now forty years later are coming to bite us in the ass. Because all of all of these bad decisions and all these stupid things that we've done, we're now seeing all the fruits of that all over the place. And I mean, just, just think about this for a second. We now have vaccines that are gene therapies, and people are dropping dead. You know, people that are overdosing on fentanyl on a daily basis. We're talking about both our government and the people to the south of us trying to kill us. While everybody else in the south of us is opening up all their prisons and saying, hey, America says you can go there, just go. We're literally becoming Australia for the rest of the world. And they're trying to kill us off in the process. And we're letting them. It's kind of terrifying. Okay. So. 
This is so depressing. Well, we only have like two minutes left, so I'm not sure how much time we have left for depressing. <laughs> well, so Trump is the morning consult poll. GOP primary tracker 2024 from morning consult. Donald Trump is still the front runner. Ron DeSantis is second. Donald Trump leads Ron DeSantis by 18, which I have a hard time believing. Um, but DeSantis fares better against Biden. Probably. All right. Tell second folks. choice votes go to Ron DeSantis at no. 43, Mike Pence at 18. Tell folks where they can find you real quick. Before how Trump and DeSantis, how Trump and DeSantis perform against Biden in a hypothetical matchup. Donald Trump gets 41% of the vote to Biden's 43 with 10% saying they want someone else. And Ron DeSantis ties with 8% don't know. Hmm. So right now, Ron DeSantis with lower name recognition does better against Biden. Eh, doesn't really surprise me. I don't think Trump will have a prayer against Biden because they'll just roll out everything they always roll out against them every single time. All right, anyway, why don't you tell folks where they can find you real quick before we got to get out of here? I got some fun stuff up at uh, PJ Media, and I'll have more fun stuff up tomorrow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get out of here. A special um, show coming up next. We're going to swap places. So the Cocktail Lounge will be on Thursday. The Culture Shift will be tonight. We're going to get out of here. I'm Rick Robinson. She's Stacey Lennox. I'll be back with you tomorrow night. Stay tuned.